Hey listeners, welcome back to VegHead Speaks. This is Robin and I've been away for a little bit, not actually away, but I've been away from my microphone for a little bit. I've um, been so immersed in uh, school and just just trying to keep my head afloat that I have not had a moment to podcast. And I've been also toying with the idea of what do I bring you? I'm learning so many new things and, um, you know, just sort of like, what do I bring first? But when I finally settled on and I got a moment to actually do it is I have a new website up. Uh, my son helped me or actually he did it. Uh, no, help. <laughs> he didn't help me at all. Um, he did the whole thing. And it's uh, veghead-speaks.com. And the idea behind it was I was able, he was able to coordinate having my actual blog that I was doing. And we're going to get the podcast at the same spot. And then we have a tab for recipes. That's kind of the, the big news because I've had this aversion to, <laughs> to writing recipes and, it, it's kind of funny, actually. Um, I, you know, every time I would post a picture on Instagram about, you know, what I'm cooking, I would get these, well, aren't you going to give us a recipe? And it's like, well, yeah, I don't have a problem sharing the recipe. The problem is I don't write the, I don't have a recipe. I mean, originally the recipe I'm making came from a recipe, but somewhere along the line, I've changed it. And so it no longer looks really like the recipe. I mean, a good example is my sister was out visiting and um, I made a meal of uh, pot pie and she goes, oh, I need this recipe. And I was like, this is your recipe. And she says, no, this is nothing like the recipe I gave you. And I was like, no, it's totally your recipe. Um, I just veganized it. And she says, yeah, I don't know how to do that. So um, I realized that kind of the way I do it, I mean, how I do it is some people just don't know. So I explained to her that I had taken the chicken out and put lentils in and how I changed the, the you know, dairy milk for out. I swapped it out with plant milk and then I changed the spices because it needs more flavor. And then I added some more vegetables to, you know, veg it up. And, and then she convinced me and I finally agreed with her that, yeah, it was nothing really like, like the recipe she'd given me, except for, you know, had a, it was cooked in the same size pan with a, a kind of a pie crust top on. <laughs> and so, um, so based on that, I realized that some people just don't know. And I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. I just am not very good about quantifying um, the ingredients I put into my recipes. I kind of do it by eyeball. I kind of like, oh, it needs more color or I, I like this vegetable more. And so I'll put some more of that in. And that's the beauty of cooking is that a lot of recipes are very forgiving in doing that, unlike baking where baking, you actually need to have more precise measurements to actually have it turn out. And um, so I think that's why I probably prefer cooking and I, I do more of that. Plus I haven't really found, um, I'm not, I don't have a good knack for, uh, for doing vegan baked items. I mean, the people that do them, do them really well. And, um, you know, uh, when I need to have a, a good baked item, I just, I do follow someone else's recipe and pray that it turns out, you know, I really hope that it turns out. So 
Um, there is a good website called uh, Minimalist, um, M-I-N, Minimal, I-M-A-L-I-S-T, Baker, B-A-K-E-R. And that website has a has tons of recipes on it. I just, you know, I just am always at odd how much content they have and how many great things they have that they put out at that on that website. But they have a lot of good good baked items. Um, I haven't made any in a long time, so I don't know if they're still kind of sticking to plant-based or if they're doing more vegan. And, and that's something I want to talk to you about is that when you, how to choose a recipe, um, because it's, you know, everyone, uh, Googles things now and I do the same and, you know, it's, you don't get as much when you Google, um, plant-based, uh, recipes, I mean, you are starting to now. Back in the day, you, you didn't. Um, you're starting to get more and more. But <clears throat> there's definitely a, a lot of vegan recipes. And so when I look at a vegan recipe, I basically look through and say, okay, it it has oil in it, so I'll leave that out. Or it has, you know, um, a few things that maybe I, you know, avoid. Maybe they have um, some sugar that, more sugar than I want to put in. And so... Um, but the, the biggest issue is, um, the oil. So I just leave it out whenever I possibly can. I mean, you don't have to worry about any, uh, you know, animal products because they don't use them, but they definitely use uh, vegan recipes, um, often will have more oil than a, uh, say a, a whole grain plant based recipe. And, you know, I'm not saying that you have to, I mean, I would encourage you to use less oil, but if you're not there yet, just know that um, using the oil uh, adds calories. And if you're conscious of your weight and you're, um, you know, want to, uh, you know, uh, have fewer calories in a recipe, that's the way to do it is to cut out the oil because oil adds very little, um, well, actually adds nothing other than calories. And I guess, People claim that it adds flavor, but I can't imagine how. And oil doesn't have a flavor, but I guess it brings out the flavor in other foods. They tell me and gives them a different texture. So, and, that, and that's for sure. It gets them kind of slimy in my in, in the way I look at it. But anyway, um, uh, so just know that that you know per tablespoon, uh, cal you know there's more calories in oil and fat calories. Um, one of the studies I recently read has said that, you know, they're more easily stored. There's, it takes very less, um, there's less energy used in your body to actually store fat calories than there are part protein or carbohydrates. So, um, not, no one needs to really worry about it at that level. It's just, um, know that, you know, you're getting, you're not getting any fiber. You're not getting any antioxidants. You're just getting calories and flavor, um, which I would argue. Um, but anyway, so that's, you know, you can certainly use vegan recipes, but, um, some of the, but, but, you know, just know that you have to kind of watch for that, uh, plant-based recipes often, sometimes they get in the same, same boat as the vegan recipes They you know, you'll see more, some using more oil than others. And, um, you know, no, you can always pretty much leave it out. Um, one of the, I guess forks over knives, I think now has their online and, and um, I think they might have an app 
you can get a recipe app that you can, I don't know if you pay for it or not, but you can use them. I actually have a recipe book. Um, I'm kind of old school. I like having a book um, uh, that of, of theirs that I, I use pretty frequently. And especially if I'm looking to try something new or have a new vegetable, I want to kind of use, I'm like, oh, I'm not really sure what, what um, spices to use with it. I'll, I'll look up a recipe. But for the most part, I, I kind of do my old basics. I, when we went plant-based, I just sort of veganized a lot of the recipes that my family liked. I was, you know, my kids were all home at the time and <clears throat> I wanted them to not feel like they were missing out on their favorite foods. So I kept a lot of the ones we used, um, an example, spaghetti soup. And that one is, um, you know, on, on the website, veghead, veghead.speaks.com under recipes. And although it's been revamped, I mean, uh, it, you can use long noodles, but I've now revamped it to use like either like penne pasta that has, um, I can buy it whole grain or, um, you know, just I've changed it a little bit. So, but the name stuck and that original recipe called for like ground beef and beef broth, <clears throat> which I just left the beef out. And sometimes I use lentils in it to give a little more uh, protein boost. And I use vegetable broth instead, but pretty much. And then I added, um, I added spinach and uh, zucchini when it's in season. And so it gave it some more, you know, veggies in it than originally called for. So, um, and the kids loved it. I mean, they, they felt like they were eating the same stuff. Yeah. They, they said it was different, but they actually said it tasted better. So you can certainly do that with your recipes. Just know that, um, if you're not completely plant-based and you just aren't there yet, um, just know that you look at a recipe that has meat in it, you know, you can cut that meat in half at least probably more than that and you know add more vegetables to whatever it is you're cooking and you still have um, kind of the meat flavor um, and have a little bit of meat and you know maybe that will be satisfying enough and it it's definitely vegging it up to where you have you know more of the vegetables in there and then maybe try to add some more whole grains so it's filling and just slowly start transitioning that way and, um, you know, eventually maybe you'll get to the full on plant base so you can get the benefits, but, you know, just, just know that you're, um, by eating a little bit of meat, it is improved, but you're, you're still getting saturated fat. And, um, and that's pretty much all you're getting from that meat, uh, calories and saturated fat and, um, whereas if you add the, do the vegetables, you're getting fiber and um, antioxidants and all these other things about vegetables that make them beneficial for us. So, um, yeah, just know that. So you can easily change recipes. You have to just be kind of creative. I mean, be actually more like being bold and just going for it and trying it, you know, what's the worst that can happen might turn out different. Yeah, it's supposed to. I mean, we're leaving the meat out and B, it might not be exactly how it tasted. Well, yeah, it's probably not going to, um, but it's better for you. And, 
and it might get ruined. Well, yeah. I mean, but have you ever cooked a meal from the recipe with me or however and burned it? I have. <laughs> so that was ruined too. It's, unless you burn it, it's probably not going to be ruined like that. It's just going to be different. And um, um, the other argument people make is that it's bland. It's tasteless. And that will change over time. We've talked about that, that, you know, you have to let your taste buds, they, they regenerate over like two weeks. And so you have to kind of new taste buds come and, and kind of start over with some, you know, instead of the deadened ones that you have, cause you've salted them to death or fat, fatted them to death. You have new ones that will actually taste the foods you're cooking. So just know that. So if you're, um, choosing recipes and veganizing them or plant-basing them. And, um, you, you know, you can leave the, the, uh, fat, the oils out. Baked items are more challenging. Um, typically any sort of baked item, I will leave the oil out and use applesauce. And like, um, I guess it's not really a baked item, but pancakes. I don't use, I do you use it. I don't use eggs. I haven't used eggs. I don't know. You're supposed to use eggs but often they'll call for oil and I just substitute in, um, uh, applesauce, unsweetened applesauce. And then pancakes don't have a lot of flavors. So, um, I always add in berries or something like that. I actually, I'm posting a, on the rep, on the recipe website, a link on the website, I'm posting a, um, pancake recipe that I finally got the kind of, um, that I like, I mean, otherwise they don't have a lot of flavors. So, um, I'm going to be posting that uh, this week on Sunday for you, if you're looking for a pancake recipe and, um, you know, as far as baked goods go, it's, it's more challenging. And that's why I think if you go to a good website, like minimalist baker or find others, um, forks over knives has some good, uh, baking, but just, you know, baked, uh, baking recipes uh, for kind of uh, the treats and just know their treats. They have more sugar, they have more oil, which means they're higher calorically. Um, and that's the idea. They're supposed to be eaten as treats. So um, if you find a recipe you like, you know, just look and see, are you eating it like a treat? Are you eating it daily or weekly or, or what? And so if you're goal is to lose weight and, and, um, and you're having a problem with that. It's, it's the food. It's even if it's plant-based, you're still using probably flour and now you're adding a little bit of oil and a little bit of sugar. And those are, it makes it more calorically dense rather than nutrient dense. So, uh, just keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. Um, and just know that those things are okay. They're a treat to remember it's the pattern of eating. It's, it's eating, um, mostly, you know, plants and whole grains and fruits and, you know, fruits and vegetables. And it's occasionally you can eat those, um, more refined, um, calorically dense foods and, um, it won't, you know, overall won't hurt your health. Now, if you already have disease, heart disease or something, I would say avoid it at all, you know, avoid fats at all costs. And, um, you know, just really be more strict with your diet. But if you're not, um, you have a little more, a little more leeway. Um, so the other thing I want to touch on about recipes is, uh, 
you know, how to find them and, and you can either find them on my website. I'll slowly be adding those or others and how to, to alter them. But, um, I've been working with some young people and I realized that some of the obstacles they have are just their contextual skills in the kitchen and, and their confidence. So I, you know, I started thinking about this when my own daughter went off to college. Uh, what did we, you know, send her? What did she get? We went to Goodwill and then, and she got some really great deals. Uh, she got kind of a tall sided skillet with a lid on it. So she could do stir fries, which she fries in vegetable oil or water. Um, fry sort of a misnomer. misnomer. Um, she got a pasta pot to make soups and beans and pasta and, um, you know, a, you know, spatula to flip things and some big spoons. And I don't know if she took a whisk or not. I like to use a whisk. So you don't need a ton of um, kitchen supplies or utensils. You need a few good basics. And I mean, of course, as you become a more adept cook and you like more convenience, like for example, you know, I cook beans a lot and I like cooking um, them dried because it's cheaper to buy dried rather than the cans and, and, um, and I cook large volumes. So a, a pressure cooker works for me, but you certainly don't have to have one. And if it's just you, um, you know, canned beans are okay and you can get them on sale or you can buy the frozen black beans and cook them a little longer, but less than you would if they were dried. So there's many options. Um, and it's all, all depends on your time and your budget. So uh, just know that if you do more, you save more. So meaning if you um, cut your own butternut squash, you know, you peel it and chop it yourself versus if you get it already peeled and chopped and the little container, you're going to pay more for that. So I think that's kind of an obvious thing. People know that. Um, buying in bulk saves money and um, just, you know, the, the, caveat to that is to know that you know, buying in bulk doesn't save you any money if you throw it away. So, um, for example, my husband brought home a whole bunch of yams. Um, he really likes the, the orange yams. Some people call them sweet potatoes. And he went to a bulk store and they, that's what he brought home. I said, get some vegetables. And he brought home yams and asparagus. I'm like, wow, there's now if I was just, if the kids were home, it'd be you know, we'd get through those, but it's just he and I, I'm like, wow, I got to start cooking yams. So of course I start making yam, um, fries, which I, I bake and, uh, I put together kind of a stew with yams and the asparagus. And, and I had a, a sauce that I like to use that pretty much goes over any vegetables and mix that up. And we've been eating on those. So it's a deal if we use them, but if I have to end up throwing part of them away, you don't really save any money. So keep that in mind. I think that web, I think that recipe actually is, um, is on, uh, on the recipe, uh, site as well, because I just sort of did that one. I, uh, kind of just made it up, took a few other recipes I had used in the past and kind of combined them. And it, it turned out okay. I mean, it was, especially for fall. It was a nice seasonal, nice seasonal dish um, and very filling. Um, anything with color like, like yams. And uh, it was beautiful greens, green and orange and, um, but, and just 
a lot of vitamins in that. So, so buying in bulk, that's my thing on bulk. Um, also buying in season. So yams were cheap and because they're becoming, they're coming in season right now, apples are, you can get apples for a really good price. Plus they're delicious. Anything in season is usually tastes better. So just be aware of that. Um, buy in season as much as you can a because it tastes better and b because it's usually more um, um, affordable um i get a question a lot about organic and it's really up to you people don't buy vegetables because they say they can't afford them because they don't they, they want to buy organic and i think it's you know it'd be so much better just to buy regular vegetables and eat them you know, wash them, of course, and eat them, then not buy them at all. And so I encourage you, you know, buy them. If you can't afford organic, then buy the others, but eat them, eat your vegetables, eat your fruits. Um, also, recently I was counseling somebody that was really averse to trying frozen. And, um, you know, the frozen vegetables have gotten way better than they used to be, especially certain ones over others. Um, uh, you know, I use, a, I use, um, frozen red bell peppers and, and stuff like when I don't have any fresh, I always have a bag in my freezer to use for, um, kind of my fajita bowls and, you know, they're fine. I season them up. I kind of brown them and add in a fresh, um, purple onion and they work really well. So, uh, they're great to have on hand for those last minute meals. So don't be afraid to do frozen. And I know I've talked about this before, so I'm trying to go through it quickly because if, if you've heard it before, um, it might be boring you, but it, sometimes people miss it and, and don't really hear what I'm saying. So I'm kind of reiterating it. So frozen's okay. Canned, just know if you're avoiding sodium because of hypertension, um, buy the low sodium and rinse, always rinse your beans um, and rinse, rinse them as much as possible because canned often has sodium in them. Um, that's why I've kind of turned a little bit more to the frozen black beans if I don't have time to cook them myself because um, they don't have any sodium in them and they'll take about 20 minutes. Um, and so they're way faster than, uh, you know, the other beans, but, you know, dried beans. So keep that in mind. So don't be afraid of the frozen food section. Um, avoid the French fries <laughs> because yes, those are potatoes, but they have oil. So um, uh, I, I, I know, I don't know, maybe they make non-oil ones. I don't know, but um, I, I don't really go there, but I, I get the whole potatoes and I make baked fries instead of the ones you buy in the, buy in the frozen food section. So I would say stay in kind of the section that has the frozen corn, the frozen peas, the frozen broccoli. I mean, all those things can be used in soups and you don't really uh, lose anything. Um, sometimes if you're not buying in season, those foods, fruits and vegetables that you find in the um, produce aisle don't have that many more nutrients than they, because they're not picked ripe. They're picked, I mean, they're picked to then get on a, but, um, a truck to get shipped. Whereas if they're frozen, they're picked in the field and they're frozen really quickly. And so they have more uh, nutrients. So don't be afraid of uh, frozen. And sometimes you can get them on sale. So they're pretty cost effective. The other way of saving money is um, buying dried beans and rice, of course, um, and cooking it yourself. Like I said, anything you cook more of, you get cheaper. Um, they do take a long time. 
So just budget that. I mean, if you don't have a pressure cooker, you usually soak them overnight and then cook them for a couple hours, depending on the bean. And, and so you just need to need to plan for that. And, you know, you can cook things in advance, beans, especially cook it in advance, put them in a container and keep them in the fridge and use them in your recipes throughout the week or over salads or whatever. So, um, cooking a, you know, plan that time on Sunday to cook a big batch, um, might work for you. So, and there's something therapeutic about being in the kitchen for me sometimes of preparing stuff. It's, um, makes me plan my week out and I find it I really um, zen-like. Um, same thing with grains, uh, like brown rice takes longer. So plan for that. And um, often I'll use leftover rice and so I'll cook a big pot of rice and then I'll use the leftovers in um, say my lentil loaf or I'll mix it into a soup or something. So, um, you know, it does take longer to cook, but the quinoa and lentils, those grains are typically faster. So just know, and these are things you can have in your pantry and be ready to go um, based on your time. So, you know, stocking your pantry might be a little expensive at first. Um, so you might want to start with, specific, you know, certain recipes and get those spices and get whatever ingredients those call for. And don't just buy enough for that one recipe. If you know you write by the, you like the recipe, then buy enough for a second recipe and you can either double it or you can have it on hand um, for when you're ready to make it. And so you don't have to kind of like, oh, we're, you know, I don't have anything. And that's when people make poor food choices is they're not prepared. So remember pre preparation's the key. And um, so again, dry, um, you know, water sautéing or in vegetable, vegetable broth, um, I'm just trying to think some other techniques you might need to use for the recipes. If you get new recipes um, that are plant-based, that's, that's the biggest, I think. Um, people just think you have to saute in oil and, and you just don't. And the other big one I think um, is herbs, using herbs. Um, people use salt and pepper and they're sort of afraid of spices and herbs. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's the biggest value for me with recipes often is to see the combinations of spices and herbs they use to, um, you know, get a certain flavor. When I was in Fiji, uh, my host mom, the, she was Indian, Indo-Fijian, and uh, the Indian food is just, uh, so many spices and very many, there's a lot of complex flavors going on and they take great pride in their variation of spices. So, um, you know, you don't have to go that extreme, but certainly branch out from salt and pepper. And, you know, uh, there's some, Mrs. Dash has some blends already done that are salt free, um, fresh versus dried. If you have fresh, use it. You usually need more of it versus the dried. Um, certainly tastes great, and but you don't always have it. So investing in certain spices you like and having them in your cupboard is um, um, a good investment. And the other thing I have found that really spices things up is, um, you know, something you know if you're doing a vegetable and like I, spinach comes to mind. And of course, if you add citrus to it, 
um, uh, lemon, uh, it kind of makes the iron in it more available. But that's just a little side note. If you're eating enough vegetables, it doesn't really matter. Um, you're getting the, the 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 vitamins you need, but it makes it taste really good. And I, you know, if you zest your your citrus, it really adds flavor. And um, doing that with if you make your own salad dressings makes a huge difference. So zesting is where you, you know, kind of take um, peel the outside. So you're using the skin part of it. And so you actually really totally utilize your citrus um, as well. So that's kind of um, a fun thing to do that really, I, such a small task makes something really have a lot more flavor. So those are kind of the basics of recipes. And um, I, I think if you find a good book you like, like I said, I like Forks Over Knives. Um, a lot of these tips have come out of that book that I've been giving you, they have it broken down. They have a really good section of kind of, um, you know, maybe some of the basics you need, um, like certain recipes, especially you need some nut milk on, you know, nut milks on either almond milk or soy milk or, um, you know, plant-based milks on hand because, you know, certain recipes call for them. Um, you know, certain grains that you tend to like, you know, you can pretty much substitute out quinoa for rice in so many things and just know that. But, it, you know, there's a list of things you, of how you just set up your pantry. And, um, you know, it might be a little costly at first, but having things at your fingertip makes cooking that much easier and more enjoyable, actually. Um, just to be able to get it on the table and not stress about, oh, I ran out of this. And just know so many things can be substituted. Um, something that has kale in it, you can put spinach in it and um, don't be afraid to try it. Trust yourself. And yeah, it's going to be different, but it might turn out super great. And most likely it's going to turn out edible for sure. Um, so just be brave, experiment and um, you know, don't, don't be afraid to be, um, trying new things. Uh, it's going to taste different, but that's the point. We're trying to shift your paradigm into something new. And so I know you can do it and I encourage you to, and, and if you want to share some of your recipes and your, your, um, successes or failures, I'm always ears, um, to listen to them or read them. Uh, I have faith that you can, um, you can, concoct some really wonderful meals and nourish yourself and take care of yourself that way. So I'm going to sign off. It's great being back. Um, I am working on some other fun stuff to put up for uh, my listeners. And in the meantime, you can visit my new website that my son Dylan helped me get up. Um, it's veghead-speaks.com. So not much different there, just a new site. And um, the recipe link is new, the recipe um, uh, tab. And I'm on Instagram, Veghead Speaks, and Facebook, um, other platforms for my podcast, um, which if you're listening to me, you probably found me there. And um, yeah, that's it. So good luck with the recipes. And um, I hope you have a wonderful week and just keep making good food choices and doing the best you can. Um, every meal is a new opportunity to, to um, do better. All right. Have a good week.